Welcome back to Still Single, hosted by Rob Moore, Jordan Kahana, and Alex Weber. We're three best friends all in our mid-30s who are navigating love, dating, and the age-old question of when will I meet my soulmate. Sit back, relax, pour yourself a nice glass of Chianti, and join us as we navigate being still single. Today's love story is called The Winning Team. Welcome back to Still Single. We are your hosts, Rob Moore, Jordan Kahana, and Alex Weber. We're three men in our mid-30s. Would you say that? Mid? We're still mid. And mm-hmm. uh, that's good. I, I'm, in, I'm in a mood today, so I'll, I'll just put that out there. Right Give a now. few words for that mood. Or describe that mood as, mood? A, as, a, as a time of day. Like what time of day is my or mood? Or a food. How about a food? That's better. Describe <laughs> your mood as a food. My mood feels like it feels like cold spaghettios. If my mood is like it's like a droopy, it's just like a sad bowl of soup. Is that with all the rain that's happening in LA? Do you think the, that's the rain it? is gone? It's just oh, it me. is. It's raining oh. in my heart. I don't. I don't know. Oof. Oh no. Yeah, dude, that was poetic, man. Put that on a, a Drake album. Yeah. Um. Well, I. Hopefully this turns it around for you. I want to congratulate you for winning the the first ever uh, still single uh, movie draft. Um, The results are in. Um, Really, really happy for you in a competitive like I hate you way. But um, (laughs) I had the best team. You you did. You know, we we ended. I looked at it. um, You know, rethinking draft order and certain stuff. I did actually watch Sleepless in Seattle this past weekend. Nice. Mm -hmm. I would not classify it as a rom com. Um. Okay. Fair. Uh, minimal comedy moments in there, okay. as well as um, I less think com more rom. Yes, definitely agree. Um, and uh, them going off into the sunset after only meeting like once, and she's kind of like she's a little stalkerish. Sure, she is a little stalkerish, but she's she falls in love with him over the radio and his story and his vulnerability. It's totally no, pretty hot. I, I, yeah, but he he doesn't have that. He doesn't know who this person. Like he is just based off of that ten seconds seeing her at the airport and this kid just believing in her story that way. Um, and then, but granted, like, Meg Ryan is like a total catch, and she's gorgeous so it's like you see her it's love at first sight i mean it it, it plays into the tropes of love at first sight for tom okay. hanks's character for sure uh, and maybe unpopular opinion um i don't see the meg ryan appeal wow Ooh, interesting but that's Maggie that's Rye for Rye. another another podcast but what, we did, we did get some i i just don't see it it's it's not me it's not my type you know my type like that's not that's true she doesn't she doesn't what fit if it that. was like Megita Ryan. <laughs> Maria yes, Ryan. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That that sounds about right. Okay. That would uh, work. But we did get some great feedback, some some people suggesting other categories. So we'll definitely have to do um another draft in the future. I'm glad people yeah, like definitely. that. Um got a lot of really good feedback. And um once again, congrats, Rob, and we'll be coming for that, nice. that title down the road. Thank you so much. And thank you again, Jordan, for the idea. It was a great idea. Great idea. Yeah, thanks, guys. 
Um, so today we're 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 gonna actually start things off a little bit differently. Um, mm. where we usually answer questions at the end of the episode, but we wanted to just kick off with a question from one of our listeners uh, that I believe Jordan has ready for us. Um, yes, yes, I do. Okay, this is from Christy Marie, and she. She's. I don't know where she's coming from. I was going to say where she was coming from, but I don't actually know. It is. I've got a question for y'all. Why do some guys take offense if you ask them out? It almost seemed as if he was caught off guard, like, quote, this isn't how it's supposed to happen. Is it really that bad? Question mark. I've only done it once. I'm usually the one to turn down offers on dates because I'm just at a place. I know what I want. And if I don't see don't see it in that person. It's pointless. I'm not going to date around. I debated the apps, but it's just not my thing. I'm deep. And I feel like that is based on looks. I think she's referring to the apps. It's just based on looks. Um, I, I watch people and their demeanors. Anyway, I was turned down on my only time asking someone out and it wasn't a no thank you. It was, I don't think I feel the same, but I'd still love to hang out. What does that even mean? I'm cool enough to be friends with but not dateable. LOL. Just wondering if it's a bad thing that I'm okay with being straightforward with being interested in someone or not. Also, uh, all I said was, Hey, I've enjoyed hanging out and I'm interested. If you are, I'd love to hang out sometime and get to know you better. If not, no worries. Yeah. I I mean, Chrissy, thank you for sending that in. And um, I had, I had kind of a, not a moment similar, but like I reached out to somebody on Instagram not too long ago and was like, Oh my God, so great seeing you. Like, would love to take you on like a, like grab a drink or like go on like a beach walk. And her response was like, that's so sweet. And I didn't want to hear that. Let's be honest. Like that was not the answer that I wanted. And then, you know, it never happened. Um, But I think Chrissy, like you're shooting your shot. I don't understand why the guy got upset um my my gut reaction is like he just might not be interested and so he's like he's deflecting a little bit and just like being like no that's not how it works or it shouldn't go that way what do you guys think i mean yeah i think also i'm curious what you followed up with to the girl who said that's so sweet did she just say that's so sweet she uh, said that's so sweet and like would love to but then she was busy and then i was like oh yeah, you yeah, gotta follow up like, with that. Well, well, then I was like, "What about these days?" And now we're still—I don't know. Okay. See, I, Chrissy, I feel deflected all the time. Like, I think it's a normal response to just like dating in general. It's very hard. It's very unclear sometimes. I mean, there's—I guess what comes up. Uh, I think Rob said it. I mean, I think you know Jordan says that all the time. Of, uh, I think you say this all the time. <laughs> of, uh, you know, if. What is it? If you're confused, then you know the answer. Something along right. those lines. Like if you, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I think that's true. I'll, I'll take it in another direction. It was like, listen, I think, yes, a man can definitely come up and ask out a woman. And I think we've all done that many times. I will say also to Rob's point, you know, with, with what is it? Uh, aim big, miss big. You, you do have to be prepared that asking out someone is not an easy thing. And part of that is that they say no and that it hurts and that hurts whether it's the first time or the thousandth time. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's part of the boldness of asking someone out. Um, I don't think you were like emasculating him. I think mm-hmm. every man has his own bar of where that line is. 
you know, maybe if you opened up the door for him, paid for him, carried him into the restaurant, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's his line. I have no idea. It doesn't sound like he did that. Squeezed his tiny little biceps. I'm like, ooh, those are small. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, slapped his ass as he bent over to pick yeah. up his keys or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think just clarity, you said someone said that they wanted to keep hanging out. I don't know if that means, Hey, let's go to a farmer's market. Or if that means, Hey, I'm going to text you at 2am. So, uh, I think just clarity and also making sure that that clarity is what you want. And if you don't, you know, let, 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 let that person go. Yeah, uh, there's a couple things, but one for me that I want to point out, and one of the the glaring ones is the ending with, but no worries if not. No, mm-hmm. let's be worried. Let's like, don't give this, mm-hmm. uh, like, I, it, there's an understanding of like, there's an out. Like you, I think saying that is, um, it's almost like, hey, let me throw this grenade, but like, there's protection in case you don't sure. want to get hit by it or or anything along those lines. And so giving that like, Hey, I'm putting myself out there, but also I'm, I'm, I'm breezy. So if you say no, it's not a big deal or anything along right. those lines. And um, so just kind of say it a little bit more with your chest, you know, be mm-hmm. own it um, uh, on that side of things. And um, I think once again, too, if someone feels emasculated or, and and I don't want to even go that extreme in the sense that if someone's like, Hey, this isn't how it's supposed to go, then that's not your person that they're like, Hey, this attractive person is reaching out and putting themselves out there. Like, yeah, that sounds great. Um, and I, I think she's getting to experience a little bit what, how our society is set up where a guy is supposed to ask a girl out and the amount of rejection that we often deal with or what brings yeah. in this, like that concern of like, okay, you, you just kind of have to shoot your shot. I do like, um, what was it? A- shoot big, aim big. What was that line? There's, there's an shoot aim small, big, miss, miss small, big. aim big, miss big. I think it's from the Patriot with Mel Gibson. Maybe. Heath Ledger. He is Heath Ledger in the Patriot? Yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. I gotta watch that movie. And Mel Gibson's in that. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not the biggest Mel Gibson fan, but I was I'm waiting also, for that. Second that. I'm also a big Braveheart fan. Like, I can't hate on Braveheart. I don't like Mel, but Braveheart mm-hmm. is great. You can disassociate with that. The artist yeah. and the human being. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, Mel doesn't like me. Let's be honest. Bro, I I, I get it. I mean, there's there's a lot of examples of this. Michael Jackson, Michael <laughs> Vick. It's a you know Tiger Woods. Uh, not not with not with not wait, with, wait deep. with whoish people. I'm just saying with uh, doing something that is uh, in not no life like probably, the person right 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 versus right, right. the it's an interesting thing. I've never even heard of whoish people. I don't know. I was just trying to make Jewish sound funny, but I don't know. <laughs> Don't, don't it's like a, it's, I haven't done a thing. I it, just said, yeah, I it's like a like mix of like Whoville people and, and Jewish people, right? Jewish, yeah. Right. Um, well, thank you, Christy, for sending in that question. We really appreciate it. And uh, it, you know, something I've been thinking about and, and I've shared with Jordan and Alex is like kind of, you know, how in a relationship that might not be serving you how do you how do you like get out of that relationship and that's something that we want to talk about on today's episode it, it actually started i started thinking about it when we had uh the intimacy therapist on jess 
um, because she had mentioned that she was in like a long kind of toxic relationship. And then it took like a year and a half for her to just kind of have the strength to like get out of that relationship. And whether you're dealing with like a seven year, you know, narcissistic relationship and it's really bad or 30 year marriage that's bad, or even just a three month, you know, three week, just dating situationship, you know, there are challenges in, in identifying if it's actually serving you the relationship and then, uh, really committing to staying in it or not. So we want to explore that today. And, um, you know, I, I, I've definitely been in situationships. I've been in relationships where I'm like, is this right? Is this something that I want to be in? And and so a situationship is pre clarity. Is that right? I think a situationship is like pre your, like, I, I would like, I want to be your boyfriend, like that conversation is so situationship is just, you spend time together. You're not quite sure what it is. Right. And there's maybe monogamy. Maybe there's not monogamy. Maybe it's unclear. Jordan, are you agreeing or disagreeing about a situationship? To be honest, I missed the first half because I was listening to another question that was uh, sent to us. Um, oh, it's a voice note question? Yeah. You want to read it but, or listen to it? But, Pop it on. But, but Rob, you responded to it via voice note. Did I? It's from Sarah King. I love sending voice notes. I think voice notes are just so intimate. And um, she's holistic mama. Sure. Sounds. I, I just wasn't sure. I wanted to listen to it while I was going through on, on that. I don't mean it to derail us. No, I've definitely, no, no. I've definitely experienced a handful of situationships. So, um, well then, then Jordan, if you don't mind, can you define your take on a situationship? And then I think it would be helpful if the three of us kind of went in through, past relationships and obviously keep them vague and anonymous, but like mm -hmm. just moments of when you go, wait, is this serving me? Is mm -hmm. this, is this what I want to continue and what those feelings bring up? Um, because I, I think a lot of our listeners are probably feeling that way at some point. Yeah. I think there's a lot of different levels of situationships. I feel like I see on TikTok and social media, people being like, we've been together for seven months or even like a year talking to this guy and he just won't commit. And it's a situationship. And it's like, all right. I mean, after a certain point in time, you kind of have to DTR a little bit. There has to be a little um, foundation and stability around that. Um, otherwise, I think it just kinds of kind of ends up being like a fuck buddy or, you know, if that's just like kind of the communication that you have with that. So to me, a little bit of, of some wiggle room of where a situationship is, is those first few months before you DTR, where it is like, Hey, we, we're, we're dating. Things are getting really good. We're hanging out kind of more on a regular basis, but um, it's still a little maybe early. Um, once again, I'm never the, I shouldn't say never. I'm not the greatest when it comes to knowing when to at what window of time to, to DTR. And once again, DTR is to define the relationship and be like, Hey, we are boyfriend and girlfriend. This or is like, I would like to be your boyfriend. Like yeah. This is exclusive. This is however this kind of goes or, Hey, we're both in the same space of it being casual. And, you know, just, I think, you know, uh, sometimes fuck buddies are a situation ship, but there is that at least understanding around that. Um, so there's, 
there's definitely different levels that that come with it and how people handle it. And if it if you're like upset about not hearing from them or going out and doing certain things, if you're if your feelings are attached to it and they're unaware of your feelings or not honoring your feelings and making you feel like there's ways to to understand that. I was when I was going through my very negative mental health um, phase at, at the end of January and all that, I was on Twitter so much and I was realizing that this is so toxic. This is one of the things that is just like, it. it's a crutch for me because it allows me to like get out of my head a little bit, but the information that I'm consuming on here is toxic. And so needing to remove that and remove it from my homepage or remove it from my phone and doing that, it takes some time because usually you hear people be in relationships that are, it probably should have ended like three to six months earlier than it ended up doing. Just going into this, like probably should have ended question or probably should have ended feeling, you know, like you, you sent the article earlier today about the differences you know the single person's really in the middle and there's actually two spectrums of couples there's the couple that is really happy to be together and then there's the couple that's absolutely miserable being together and they're actually at two different spectrums um because as a single person sometimes you feel oh wait like i don't have a partner so i'm less than or i'm not experiencing life as fully or as joyfully as those who are in a relationship But the reality is a lot of people are in shitty relationships that they don't want to be in. Um, So identifying those is like, I'm trying, I'm trying to think like, you know, for my history, I feel like there's, there's been, I haven't really been in like crazy toxic relationships. Oh, that's not true. My high school relationship was pretty toxic. Um, What was her first and last name? uh, Her social security (laughs) is five, eight, three. Um, no, we've, we've since made amends and it's, I respect her immensely. Um, I think the talks, yeah. Don't, but don't you think that there, like there are elements of like codependency or different attachment styles and it doesn't bode. Cause I agree with you. Um, it's the struggle of, um, seeing, seeing my friends in relationships and like being like, man, they are totally in love like that they are enamored with each other and i don't know if i have a ton of that in my life with the relationships now there's only a couple that i feel like aren't great relationships um and then there's others that it's just like they've made this commitment and they are building a life together and they enjoy each other's company and then there's others that just like bicker or like it's very codependent or just like all right, we'll, we'll see if that lasts. Right. And I mean that there's so many different colors to every relationship and like, you can't know what a relationship is like unless you're in that relationship. Um, I just think it it's, it's just interesting to kind of think of like, when are those, those light bulbs that go off and you just go, this is not for me or this is not, and, and that, that knowing this is not for me over, um, weighs more than the justification of saying, no, I want to stay in this and keep working on it. Uh, do you know what I mean? 
like change is hard change is scary yeah. when you get into this comfort zone and some like it's like misery loves company in the sense that you just get kind of used to it of like all right we just fight that's that's what we do and and, and there's also fear of being alone fear of not finding somebody better mm-hmm. fear of not you know like i, I definitely struggle what dating apps are and yeah. you know those kind of times like those are all normal human fear of abandonment um i definitely go through that all the time where i'm just like something that you mentioned rob though is true it's like you don't really know it's tough to know what is going on with a couple it's i mean thinking about this now too i mean obviously like the the kind of cliche example is you know life's not your instagram and um i think that's true it's a couple is not what they post on an instagram adventure mm-hmm. with that said though i'm also reflecting the other way where i've spin around some couples and maybe i've seen them argue or bicker or whatever and i'm sure i've been that too and you don't see how they come together through it or you don't see how they support each other behind the scenes or things like that and so it's I, I guess I go back to it's so it's so tough to know what's really going on with any individual, anyone, any other couple. Uh, in terms of what you said, it's uh, it's a great question. I think everyone, you know, whether you're getting for a a day, a month, a year, or I guess you know, five years and on, I, I'm sure it maybe doesn't stop. But that question of are you what what did you word it, Rob? Are you in it or um, needing like, to is end it, it? Is it serving you? You know, like serving is, is the relationship serving you? Um, well, let's, let's do this. I'm kind of workshop this. What would be the barometers of like happiness obviously comes to mind, right? Like that's but like, a good I remember being unhappy when I was even with the love of my life. Like I still had moments of unhappiness and I had even afternoons or days of unhappiness when I was married and in love with Noel. That is, that is just a part of, you know, I remember before we moved to Chicago, I was like, what am I doing? You know, and having this very useless feeling. So I think the relationship, something that I'm growing into is just realizing that your relationship with your significant other isn't like the entire painting. You know, it's not like the entire painting of your emotions and the and and your entire existence. It's just mm-hmm. like it can be like one element of it. It's obviously an enormous element. Yeah, one thing for me um, is, and I and I relate it to because it's a very daunting. I just spoke about this earlier today with my therapist of just like looking at a relationship and being like forever. <laughs> like you know, when you look at someone, you're like, can I do this forever? And when when I have to bring myself back to reality, it's I think of the dogs, like my my two dogs, where it's. Mm-hmm. Um, I go day by day with it. I can't think of, hey, this is forever. This is a commitment. This is however long this is going to be because there there are some days that they eat the plants and I'm really annoyed at them and that like, but my, you know, so I don't, I don't love them less. I'm still angry at them. And, And finding that in relationships of just being like, I'm here to show, granted, it's a bit more of a one-sided relationship. They depend on me way more than I depend on them. But at the same time, I'm very emotionally attached to them, but I show up every single day. And it makes me think about different memes or graphics that I see about, you know, even going to the gym of what it takes. Like some days you're going to lift heavy weights and they're not going to feel heavy and you're going to feel awesome. And then there's other days where you're like, 
man, I, I just don't have it today. I'm not motivated. I can't do it, but just the consistency of showing up every single day. And, um, yeah, like it, it makes me, I'll just kind of end it there. I know I'm rambling and I want to hear from you guys a bit more, um, about, I, I'm curious to hear going back to my, my segment of like, do you have people in your life that are in relationships that you admire and others that, that you're not like that you're like, I definitely don't want that. Definitely. But without for like both, calling them out or like. For both. I mean, I, definitely. I, I have, I have for both. Um, but I, lately I've been coming, I've almost been observing like some of my closest friends and their, and their wives. I I've almost been observing them with some jealousy and that's on me like that. That's totally my, but I'm just like, man, they got like my best friends have like a wife you know, kids or a kid on the way. And I'm just like, fuck, I want that. You know, I had that and it's gone. And it, it's, it's my own struggle and I, I, I'm dealing with it and, and figuring it out. But, um, just to speak to, to what you're actually talking about, which is like dysfunctional relationships and being like, Ooh, I don't want to touch that one. You know, like, I don't, I don't want to be in that. Like, yes, I see those. And usually the, the string that in all of those relationships that I've found to be dysfunctional, I've observed from afar, what is lacking in that relationship is a sense of mutual respect. Mm. And there's a sense of one party is better than the other. And watching that unfold, whether that be through fighting or call name calling or, you know, being disloyal and cheating it's this like level of disrespect and that's when I see a relationship where there's like not this respect and this mutual respect for both individuals, that's when I'm like, Oh, I don't want to be involved in that. I don't want to touch that. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. I, I remember I read a book. I think I was in like high school or college. I didn't read many books, uh, but this was like over a summer one time and it was like a side chapter uh, and they were like the number one thing, the number one destroyer or, or, uh, of a relationship, you know, they surveyed all these therapists and relationship counters, all this. And they said, the number one thing is contempt. And that mm. always stuck with me. And it's along the same lines of what you're saying, because if one person is above the other person or, or things like that, but um, contempt that just, it stuck with me so much because there's big contempt where you're really angry, you're really mad, but there's little contempt like where and is contempt. Yeah. Is that like resentment? Yeah. Resentment. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay, exactly. And like, there's little things like eye rolling, you know, is, is a sign of resentment and contempt. And like, that's like a small one, but that's like, you, that, but that, that's a deep feeling within people. So, um, yeah, I think that is definitely something to be avoided or dealt with if you are feeling resentment or contempt towards each other. It's interesting because I'm I'm just thinking of like the ick and we've talked about the ick before on the show and is the, is the ick almost like an introduction to resentment or is resentment a bigger I think ick is more fleeting only as someone who's experienced the ick. And then um, Samantha had an ick around me for a little bit uh, of like me being a little dirty uh, in her kitchen. And mm. I don't think, let me, let me put it, let me use that example to go further and see if this is accurate or not. I think ick was that occurring for a couple days. 
right or a week maybe you know depending on how sticky my hands were uh i think i think resentment would have been if she brought it up to me and i disregarded that it meant something to her or if she brought it up to me and i was like hey like i'm doing my best here i'm trying my best to be clean and she didn't respect that i think either one of us would have had a growing resentment versus an a, a temporary ick got it i think i don't know i'm workshopping this no 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 i think that makes sense i think cuz the ick it is fleeting it's something you can get over i i haven't been in a in a very serious relationship in a while so Besides the engagement of marriage. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying since I'm since my ex. Since my since I my know, ex. I'm I, sorry. That was, just, dude, that ended like oh, almost a year and a half ago. I know. Jordan's mad. He was that. I how can we not? We got we joke. We play here. We joke. No, that was totally, it was totally fair. I think that was a, that was totally yeah. fair and hilarious. Right. Granted, it, it it got to its extremes, but it has been a, a while. And I was actually while you're doing that looking, there's a guy, um, uh, you guys are talking about the ex. There's a guy on TikTok that um stitches that because another guy goes around the street and is like hey what's an ick for guys and these girls say it and he creates this list and it's all these things that are just so basic of stuff like not basic in the negative way of just it's is like a guy wanting to build say a guy who says he wants to build an empire with his like queen or referring you know like ick yes and like oh, wanting man. to or like crying a guy who doesn't cry a guy who doesn't have girlfriends a guy who does have girlfriends a guy oh. who like it, it's like this list of just literally basic things that we are creating this toxicity around like perfection in such a weird way of almost you there's no there's no true way to navigate it and it's it, it's just very you, you know comical and and all that kind of stuff but um going off of rob's point like yeah it's been i think it's been a while for me as well not i think it it has been a while for me of being in a relationship and and knowing what that is like and taking those steps and being um finding yourself in in that space right is that what you're like questioning right now or like wanting to feel again or I mean, I, I just, what am I questioning right now? I'm questioning a lot. I, I think I'm just, I, I, I desire a partner. Like I, I literally had a, a, I didn't call my mom, but I was like, I just wanted to call my mom and just be like, mom, I really want somebody to take care of me. And, and like, I, I just miss, I, I just want, I want that. So, you know, that's, that's just where I'm at. In terms okay of... <laughs> to our team member alexis can we please put that on the internet with an application form who wants to take care of big bobby here come on look at this guy it's, it's not you know but but then you know the voice goes rob you got to learn how to take care of yourself and also your daughter and and you got to figure this shit out dude before you bring somebody into your orbit well i have gotta, a question what does take stronger. care of you mean because I'm exploring I mean, that too, too. Yeah. No, no, no. It's a good. It's a good question. I think you know, just to have somebody to like bounce, like to share existence with, to literally just be like, "Yo, I'm having a shitty day," or "Oh my god, I can't believe Leia was able to do that. That was so exciting." Or "I just got this job opportunity. It's so exciting." You want to get fucking sushi tonight? Like, just a person to share existence with, like that that is 
is a form of taking, you know, mm. taking care. And I think that's, that's the, the duality of where I'm at right now is I'm, I'm very much being like, Rob, just you be good single, be good on your own. And, uh, but also simultaneously yearning for partnership. We have to live in the trenches before we can, uh, you know, for, for a poor analogy of that, to to reach the mountaintop or, or, Agreed. you know, um, but I, I, I would question, and this is something that I always like point out and look at myself on is, um, thank you, Zeus. Um, are you, um, practicing how you want to play? Like, are you approaching dating or finding a partner? Um, like where is that in your priority list and how are you approaching these connection points and it's uh, once again easier said than done and finding someone to be this partner is very difficult i get totally. that no i mean you you play how you practice kind of thing and i i think the transition that's happening in me is just an awareness of like okay maybe I, like maybe i am ready to to be in a committed relationship like maybe i'm getting closer to that than i want there there is an internal struggle though of being like, no, man, like you got to be good on your own kind of thing. And then you get kind of tired of that. So what is the, the metric of how do you decide if you're good enough on your own? Well, I am good enough on my own. I'm on my own and I'm, I'm doing it actively, whether it feels good some days or not. I overall, yeah, like, I wanted to acknowledge that. Like you keep saying that as though you're not. Yeah. Like I, I am doing good on my own and you know, crushing work and fatherhood and, you know, all that good stuff. So I think it's, it's now just at a point where it's just like, okay, like maybe, you know, next level would be, would be nice. Take it to that next level. You know what I mean? Raya? What about E-Harms? What about E-Harms? You want me to get Is anyone on E-Harmony? Some people are on eHarmony. I don't think the one is going to be on eHarms. Why? Because like it's for like it's older people, like late thirties. Like, yeah, like late thirties. I'm in my <laughs> mid thirties, motherfucker. Um, we would yeah, have had some fun know. on uh, on Grouper, huh? Grouper Swooper. The Grouper Swooper. That would have been that would have been good stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the answer is. I don't think there is necessarily like one answer. Um, but that's that's all me. Usually, I of course I made the episode about myself. I tend to do that. That's all right. No, we needed don't. that today. Every now and then we need that. We, we you know we we internalize a little bit. This is this can be a therapy session for for us and our audience and getting to know us a bit more. I think is important and this is where you're at today you know you were feeling this way of being in a sticky situationship and how to get out and what that feels like and we've all been in those experiences in the past however their extremities are um of just kind of knowing even if even if it's like positive um I was in a situation ship that was, was going on and we both kind of agreed, you know, she kind of got to the point where she said to me, um, Hey, I'm looking for something serious and this isn't going in that serious direction. And I was like, okay, I respect that. I should probably be doing the same. This is like 
deflecting. And when you remove, when you put your attention towards someone, you are turning away the universe of giving other opportunities for people that are seeking what you're seeking or to, to fill that, that space. True. True. That's so true. The, the clearing the space for things is so true. Yeah. And so just acknowledging that. And I think like whether it's manifestation or, you know, just the, the universe or whatever you believe in, in those energies of like, when you say you want something and when you are um, at peace with yourself about it, um, it'll present itself. But I think that also right. goes into um, playing how you practice. So if you are very casual, if you are very just dismissive or you're not open to that energy, you won't, when that great thing comes by, it won't be, you won't be receptive to it. Right. Oh, I love you guys. I'm having some voice stuff. You. Like, I feel like I was caught off guard for that question. I took a big sip of my smoothie and I was like talking sound, all weird. You sound and look great. As you sound always. and look. I got okay. a haircut this weekend. I was growing out my hair for like four months and was just like, it started to like be like mullety. Mm. And I kept, I kept looking at myself in the mirror. I was like, I kind of like it. And then also didn't like it. And so how do you like it shorter? It's my normal cut. I got, I did go a little like, yeah, you got like I, so, a fade. Well, so what happened was, is I cut it and I screwed up. And so I had to go to the, <laughs> I had to go to a barber and I was like, Hey man. So, uh, I tried to cut my own hair and, and I've done it before, but I just was, it was just tough. Cause it was way more hair than I'm used to of just like a light trim and the disappointment in his face when I, he's like, man, I thought you lost a bet or something or you're coming in. And so he's like, so what I can do is do like a skin fade and do this. This is what I have to do. And so it's a little shorter of a fade that I'm used to, but that's okay. I'm trying to maintain my youth as my birthday's coming beautiful. up. Yeah. Thank you so much. When's, When's your birthday? birthday? Yeah. How far? Uh, um, the 13th. Oh, dude, we can't wait. Wait in five days. Yeah. Pisces baby. Oh, a little spicy Pisces. Yeah. A little spicy <laughs> Pisces. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that's the nickname. We're not gonna use it, but that's the nickname, bro. That's it. Spicy Pisy. Um <laughs> it's too good. Oh, it's too good. Uh hey, everybody. Uh wish Jordan a happy birthday on the 13th. We will. We obviously um, will. Oh man. Uh gosh, I feel, I feel like we haven't fast. caught up in a while, just like the three of us. Like, I know. It just know. feels that way. We're going to have an Austin did... hangout, maybe. Yeah, because the last episode, we did the draft, which was super mm -hmm. fun. And then two episodes before that were interviews. So it's been mm -hmm. like a month since you we know, just talked. Spicy Boys USA. Yeah. Alex, where, what, what's on your travel schedule coming up? Uh, I'm going to New Orleans this weekend. Mm -hmm. Sick. Uh, uh, for Samantha's family's wedding. Uh, I'm in Des Moines, Iowa right now. And then back to Austin. Uh, I, I'm liking Austin a lot more. I've started doing stand up there, which has really uh, been a, just a great thing to have that back in my life. Uh, and also realizing that I'm so grateful for it to be in my life, but I'm really grateful for the path and what I'm doing. Um, yeah. So there's just like some clarity moments too of 
you know, because I did stand up for like five years as the number one thing. And I freaking love what it is, but there was just good moments of like feeling, uh, yeah, like on the right path. Um, still in the friend market in Austin. I might join a lacrosse team there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I don't know guys, I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm trying to not, uh, I feel like we're all kind of circling back to this place of like one day at a time a bit. Yeah. I feel like that's just the answer, you know, cause yeah, there's just no need to, whether it's, you know, Jordan, you're talking about your dogs or Rob and I are talking about, you know, sobriety and all that stuff. It's just, it's so good to have ideas about the future. It is, of course it is. And a vision and all that, but also just to live one day at a time. That's all I got, man. I mean, the the word surrender, like we, we've said it before, and I, I try to remind myself to surrender, but then there's just like the most, I don't know. It's it, it, And I know that not everybody feels the heaviness um, that, that sometimes I feel like it's not, it's not a universal heaviness. You're very uh, sensitive. Yeah, I'm a sensitive beast. Is sensitive I, a word I, or just like emotional? What do we decide? I know that I, I feel like I ended I'm up Jordan being the most, the I'm sensitive. the most sensitive okay. for sure. But I think you're the most emotional. Vulnerable. I think Vulnerable. Yeah, someone else called me out this past weekend that I'm very sensitive. sensitive? Mm -hmm. in, what, in what way? We were talking about... um. Something about like, uh, like childhood, and I was like, "Yeah, I got bullied for this or whatever," and it's just like, you know, it stuck with me for a really long time, and um, and was just like, "Yeah, you're you're usually sensitive to those things." They just like caught a pattern, and mm -hmm. so I acknowledge that. Just be nice to me. I just want to be nice to you. I know, I know. It is just so funny. Like the, we we just all have our thing. It's just, yeah. it's just the truth and our thing is totally fine. It's human. It's part of us, but it came from somewhere when we were like five or six or seven or eight or all the way up to like 13 or 14. And it's just part of us. It's just nuts when you realize it, you know, whatever your yeah. unique thing is that we just still have in us. I I think, I think back to like chubby little Robbie you know, seven, eight years old, just d desiring so much the attention from girls, just wanting girls to be like, think I was cool mm -hmm. that so, early, that early from second grade, second grade on third grade, really getting my feelings hurt and really having this awareness that mm. girls didn't like me. And then all of that changed in fifth grade. But, 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 yeah. What but, happened in fifth grade? I moved. I, I, I don't moved remember you having an issue in high school. That was I, definitely not an issue for you then. I I moved. I I got some new friends. I gained confidence. And there was just like a perception change. And also I grew many inches, which always helps. Six four. Six three, but thank you. You always give me that extra inch, and I just like can't say no to it. But thank you. I'm sure with shoes, right? Can't. Well, have you ever? Whoa, that was really. Uh, have you ever? Was, is this my headphones? Or is like six really three with shoes? And has this whole thing been a lie? No, it's. Ooh, good question. No, no, no. It's six three barefoot. Aka. Verify it. Verify it. <laughs> No, but going back to what you said, Webb's like, 
yeah, it's these childhood traumas and insecurities that just like totally stick with you. Like yeah, 100%. it's how it, it's it's crazy how impactful just like a comment. It could be such a throwaway comment so too from certain people, but um how impactful that is. Yeah. Oh man, I'm at how a impressionable uh, they are. Well, so awareness is I mean, I think I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the qualifications to tell you the order of this, but I, I think awareness and then repeated action, you know, are good methodologies, at least, you know, to try to get to heal these things. There's probably bigger ways, whether that's like trauma release or whatever. But um, I think we're all in the awareness and trying our best to to do these better. And I'm having I'm having slip ups on the journey, um, but I feel like I'm having more wins than losses, and right. that is super encouraging. Yeah, no, truly. Snaps the that. losses suck because it just feels very defeating and humbling and like a little shame and embarrassment, you know, of just kind of feeling like, oh, I feel like I just like regressed, you know, mm-hmm. but I am trying to return to like, well, I'm not giving up. I have more wins than losses and just keep having the wins, you know? Um, yeah, it's I think also amazing. Like the wins that we have, because, because I definitely, if I, can zoom out i can be like yeah dude like you are winning you're still winning like there are some losses sure there's hard heartaches and hard parts but like you are still winning and it's funny because when when at least for me when i'm in this kind of like spirally depression whatever those wins that i have right just become so small Mm. and the losses whatever they are become so big yeah and it's like it, it I, it's not like i'm purposely doing it it's just like how my brain looks at myself i think that's the majority of people like you remember you remember your losses a bit more but that's how you learn and grow from it cuz for me too like i um like i said i was dealing with a lot of mental health issues at the beginning of the year and feeling like i wasn't doing anything or completing things, or I always struggle to give myself just little wins and little foundational stuff along the way. And that's so important. And once I like took a step back or someone was like, Hey, what have you been up to? Where have you been going? And I'm like, yeah, I went to Tahoe and I had some friends come in and I went to Moab and then I went to Miami. And then like, I'm going to Europe in two months. And I'm like, okay, I need to chill out. Like things are yeah, good. Your life is like, pretty we're, sick. we're fine. Like thing. Yeah. Like it's, you had a bad couple days or a couple weeks like that, you know, like once again, you have to go in the trenches to appreciate the good and to, but yeah, it, it, it sucks. I wish I could appreciate the wins or acknowledge the wins more than I'm so focused on the losses or the lack of perfection that um, I want or perceive that other, like the way that social media is where everyone's life is so perfect or people are like, such a mind fuck. Yeah, I felt like there was such a stretch of time where everyone that I like followed on Twitter or LinkedIn was just announcing like a promotion here, a promotion there, and moving to this new job and doing this. And I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, what a, you know, like just feeling as I'm in a down period and that just happens and, you know, momentum's shifts. So, I mean, I can relate so much to that social. Like, I, I think my mental health is actually struggling or, suffering right now because my use my use of instagram and tiktok has gone up and twitter now which is just a, a fight a shit storm so anyways but i wanted i wanted to go this idea of like base hits wins you know these like these wins and i wanted to apply it to like a couple 
because if you're if you're in a couple if you're in a relationship and like overall you're winning like there's still some losses but like overall as a couple you are winning then it's it's a good team to be on like that's it's a winning team mm -hmm. and then it's almost sorry go ahead no no i love that i mean winning team i mean that's exactly what we want to be and that doesn't mean undefeated right, right. yeah so like even with these I mean, I've seen relationships just like we've said that you're like, man, why are they even together? But in reality, there's maybe there's some wins that are going on and ultimately in a relationship or situationship or whatever, when it starts being like, yeah, is this, you know, are we net net negative? That's when you got to reassess and plan an exit. Love that. Great way to end on that. Guys, good app. Good app. Do we feel good? I feel so much better. Thank you guys so much. Really? That's great. You needed yeah. that. Um, well, as always, we love you guys. Um, Do you think we have a name, a title for it for, for the episode? episode? Yeah. Because haven't we've used the situation ship before? The win. Ooh. The winning Ooh. team. Ooh. That's good. Yeah. That branding. Yeah. Okay. This guy runs a creative marketing agency. Uh, yeah, friends and listeners, please like send us in your questions. We really appreciate you guys being vulnerable with us, and we will always try to be vulnerable with you back and honest and open. And um, again, thank you for being a part of this still single community. We love you. Love you all. Hey, quick ending, Rob. Describe your mood now as a food. Oh, now I'm like a banana chocolate, like protein smoothie. Look at that girl. <laughs> like it's got, it's Y'all. packed with calories. Ooh, that's and what I'm, yeah, protein. literally. Yes, that's what I'm, I'm drinking with right now. Yeah. It looks so good. But Thank it's you. still like healthy and like, I oh yeah. Sustained. Uh, I, I put, what I, I put some coffee in there. I put uh, some home. I'm going to have to cut dairy out of my uh, diet lately. Totally, I need to totally see what's going totally. on. It's I think it's messing with my skin, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, so I had some milk in there, um, some coffee, some ice cubes, uh, a banana, a half avocado, a packet wow, avocado. Of, of oatmeal, uh, maple oatmeal. All in oatmeal. that smoothie? Mm-hmm. Um, Protein I put powder? Any protein? Chocolate protein powder. Sexy. Nice. And I put in one of those Nature Valley like oat bars as well. Just because. So th just yeah, everything. Th there's like 1,500 calories in this and Small it's great. rodent. And <laughs> it's a little thick. But I, I like thick, but. Um, yeah, the oat bars and oatmeal will do that. <laughs> yeah, the, it, it's the avocado, I think, that really thickens Maybe. it up. But we like it thick. We do like it thick. Well, we love you guys. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Love you all.